Christmas classic Wham! And last Christmas here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Tuesday, the 1st of December. Jeepers, how did that happen? <laughs> how did that happen? And last Christmas there, that's Mary and Santry's favorite Christmas song, PJ. Oh, it would be, Mary. Calm down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good morning, everybody. Uh, I was just thinking if we had a white Christmas we could recreate the video for that for that song we could you know you and I and the gang or whatever we, oh, I could be I could be out like you know frolicking in the snow with everyone and you could be lashing people over with snowballs I, shouting well stop that singing at all yeah I've always said you like a lot of old frolics <laughs> so yeah maybe that's not, not a bad idea not a bad idea uh, welcome along folks and yeah Tuesday 1st of December uh, here at Classic Hits Thank you for waking God. up Happy with PJ and Jim 087 If you want to give us a shout God it's hard to believe Isn't it That's it now There's no holding back PJ oh, The reins are off God I know You're on a big sleigh ride All the way To, to January yeah. I mean isn't that Just so exciting Wow <laughs> To a new year Here comes January Here comes January <laughs> Worst month of the year Listen we have to say A quick happy birthday Actually uh, To somebody called uh, Yvonne King in Cork. She's working the night shift in Cork and our friend Hazel was on. Apparently they listen to the show all the time, love the show. And uh, mind you, she's getting in ahead of the game. She's 50 on Friday. Cheapers. It's only Tuesday. Cheapers. There's someone that knows how to do it now. I'm into that. First of December, go. Let's get That's set for it. the birthday. Yeah. St- stuck in. Anyway, listen. Way ahead of schedule. Happy 50th birthday to you. Indeed. Oh, sorry. No, it's Yvonne's. Yeah, it is Yvonne King's birthday. That's right. And Hazel is our mate. Right, so that's well, it. Well, congratulations. Anyway, uh, there's loads of stuff in. I'll, I'll try and get through it. There's a lot of Christmas and PJ-related things oh, happening. Oh, of course there, there is. Uh, that's hardly a surprise. You misery wishers. Get out of bed nice and early to rub it in. Go fart your Christmas socks. Love Fool from the Cardigans here at Classic. It's almost uh, 14 minutes past six. On this Tuesday, 1st of December, about to do the old birthdays. Uh, celebrity birthdays for today. I tell you, boom's a good batch for you today, I think. Right? There's a yeah. good bit of old nostalgia in here. Good, good. For you. But anyway, listen, we'll start with the biggest of them all. Woody Allen is celebrating his birthday today. Jeepers, he's been around so long, hasn't he? Absolutely. Like, he, it feels like he was around before the creation of the, of the video camera. <laughs> yeah. I tell you something about, you know the way he's kind of, most people think about him in, about the movies. Yeah. You know, the movies he's made. And some of them are very good. I have to confess, I haven't seen that many Woody Allen movies in my time. Neither have I. I was never mad into his stuff, to be honest. Yeah. But I tell you something, as a stand-up, very good. I remember, you know, when it was originally, like, he used to do all those kind of stand-up things that were recorded and, you know, in, oh, in yeah. clubs in New York, say, and all stuff. All the records, like. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember having to get my hands on those for something I had to do in a previous profession. And uh, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's br- I love that stuff. His neurotic. You know that, yeah. You know the kind of stuff. You know the way when you do comedy gigs, like you do comedy gigs, you expect it to be this raucous kind of thing. You know what I mean? That sort yeah, of, yeah. And his stuff bit like Bill Hicks in, in a different sort of way was kind of like um, it was like it was weird it was like storytelling yeah you just could so hear, laid back yeah. yeah there was times you could hear a pin drop but he was so dry yeah. and it was hilarious amazing yeah yeah and, I, and then and he's a dirty old fecker too yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right yeah didn't he yeah like, uh, going out with young ones and all that so it was it his wife's daughter or something, something like that yeah something yeah. mad like that yeah Mad stuff, and they're all there. No, no, but she was, she was, she was into it, and all. Yeah, oh my God, you're all weird. Every one of you. 
Um, well, you know, a very natural talent. Yeah. What a George, you old fecker. Like. <laughs> um, so I gotta say, Woody Allen, he's not a young no, man. No, far from it. Wow, he's been around a long, long time. Like, he's like 86 or something. Oh, so close, 85. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'll tell you. God, yeah. Your eye is in. What about this? What about Bette Midler? Bette Midler? Oh, my God, she's amazing now. Singer, actress. Very funny. She's very funny as well. She's a great comedy actress. Yeah. Um, and she's another one that's been around for ages. I'd say she's Rage and Barbara Streisand was around the same time stealing all the thunder. They had some very similar Actually, buzz going on, they didn't do. they? Yeah, they do. There is a bit of a vibe about the pair of them. And I think Beth Midler likes a bit of singing as well. Oh, yeah. Doesn't she? Well, she had a big hit with that Rose song, didn't she? And, oh, was there? And Wind Beneath My Wings and everything. Was that Beth Midler? Yeah. See, there you are. Barbara Streisand ruined that. I would have thought that was Barbara Streisand. <laughs> there you go. So she ruined it, yeah. Ruined it. We have a cast oh, no, I'm, sure when, I'm sure when Bette Midler is counting the royalties, she's... She's going, yeah, that's about towards about 15% of what it would have been had Barbara Streisand not been around. So it might be millions. She, she could be it that. could have been a billion. You know, I'd say she might... I don't know. What do I know? Listen, my fantasy island head <laughs> pitting people against each other. Probably the best of mates. Probably, yeah. Wasn't buddies. Yeah, um, she's deadly and she did... What was the movies she did? Was it her that was in that one with Nick Nolte where she was, like, kidnapped... And her husband was Danny DeVito. Was that her? And then your man. It sounds like a great movie, regardless. It's actually a great movie. So she goes, give it. The, the kidnappers say, give us whatever, a mil, two million quid, we'll kill her. And he goes, I don't care what you do. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to. Fact- she was divorced me. She was going to take it all anyway. You can do whatever you want to her. Uh, so she has to join the kidnappers to get her few quid out of your man. That sounds. That actually does ring a bell, funnily enough. Yeah, it was actually. It or was maybe a I just want movie. to see that movie now. Yeah, it's a brilliant movie. And then he, your man lowers it down to a million. And then he lowers it down to a few hundred quid. He said, I don't care what it is. I don't want her uh, back. Uh, I gotta say, she's. Oh, she's like 72. 75. Ah, okay. 75. Right now, here's where a bit of nostalgia comes back in. Um, not great nostalgia with this one. If I tell you it's the birthday of Salvatore. Oh. Toto. Oh, Scalacci. Scalacci. Of course it is. Top scorer at that uh, 1990 World Cup, of course. Unfortunately, one of them was a bit of a pain in the bananas. Yes, the dirty <laughs> flecker. Wasn't there a Scalacci t-shirts all yeah. over Ireland after it? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Wow, and to be fair, dude. like... There was like yeah, well, quite recently, wasn't it? In the last couple of years, didn't he come back and do like ads for things? He did, yeah. About ten years ago, I think he did an ad. For oh, was it that long ago? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, was it for a beer? For Smithix or Smithix? That something. was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and at the end of the line, it was a, it was a good call. The grudgery is still there a little bit. Yeah, oh, what an amazing. Scalacci. My yeah. God, that name for so many years oh, around Ireland it was just rubbed up everybody. Knew the name of Scalacci. Everybody. You'd never heard of football. You, you knew Scalacci, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I know, yeah. Dory got his hair in the World Cup. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I must have been mad for him, though, because, you know, he scored in the World Cup, put Ireland out of the World Cup. All his fans left the stadium. The Irish fans stayed. <laughs> they did a lap of honour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Charlie Hockey was walking around the pitch and they were all roaring at him and Jack Charlton. He must have thought, Jeepers, it's a pity I didn't score four. They really went out of field day. Uh, Scalacci's must be, oh, what age is he now? Well, I mean, so he, if he would have been in his in prime. late 50s, I'd say. Mid 50s, anyway. Go on, go for it. 56. Yes! Go on, over that! Scalacci. Yeah, go on, over that, Scalacci. Trust you to get the villain. <laughs> <laughs> right now, what about this? Gilbert O'Sullivan. Oh my God, he's an oddball, isn't he? That fella. Very, very. He's a very odd fella. Like, yeah. I mean, he was a big star, Irish-born, of course. Loads of hits in his time and all that sort of stuff. But 
but I believe yeah. Somebody tried to interview him once, and I do emphasise tried to interview him once. Yeah, and I think he can. I think he might be prone to being a bit cantankerous. Is he cantankerous? And then you see his songs are also jolly. Then yeah, well not all of them, but you know, well, not I all don't of them. No, I love, but have you seen the time? Yeah, it's quarter to three. You know, we're supposed to be there at nine. Like he said, so jolly. Yeah, ah. yeah, I'll tell you something though uh, One of the best albums he ever did Was a Greatest Hits compilation Right? Yeah And he called it The Berry Vest And basically that was the cover The cover of it was a vest Like that oh, was yeah. just berry splattered The Berry Vest it's of Gilbert It's not bad, is it? Not bad This is the thing he's like, he's it's, It sort of fits with him It does, yeah, yeah. Touch it, yeah Touch the cheese off that now. I know, yeah, that is that. I suppose then he did have that other song, though. In a little while from now. You know that one? That's a real depressing yeah, song. That's what I'm saying, I'm then. not feeling any less, so I promise yeah, myself. Talking about people. Ah, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Put you in a mood. And, and all because he's, he's having a bad day, I think, in song. Uh, I'd say uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan, he's a uh, funny looking fella. It's kind of like a, jo- uh, a Jolly Paddy Casey or something. <laughs> I'm going to say he's a. Uh, He's like 67. 74. Ah, 74, okay. around a long time. And then here's one. This will bring you right back, okay? See if you know who this is. Charlene Tilton. Oh, God, who's she? Well, if I was to say to you, the poisoned dwarf, would that mean anything? I know a few of them. Right, because Terry Wogan christened her that. Oh. Because she was Lucy in Dallas. Oh, that's right! Oh my God, that's right. That's yeah. exactly who she is. Lucy Ewing in Dallas. Oh yeah, a little cute the face little blonde and the mad one. haircut with the pearl earrings and all. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember her well. Yeah, into all uh, sorts. Yeah, she and was, Dallas was that was the thing you were big into, wasn't it, Dallas? Huge. It was, yeah, yeah every, the whole country was mad into it. The whole country. Like it was, what? It would never happen now. And like a sort of an, a semi-adult soap opera on in the middle of the night where 11-year-olds are going into school and going, can you believe what Lucy... I mean, the bed hopping is unbelievable. The t- you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she was. She was a kind of a... She was a, a sort of a villain of the piece, wasn't she? She was into... She was up to no good with everyone. She was, yeah. Oh, definitely. Her and JR had a, had a sort of affair. <laughs> Everything that was going on in the background, it was outrageous. Oh, oh Jesus. So, how old is the poison dwarf oh, herself? God, Charlie she Tilton. Oh, what age is she now? Like, she was younger than Larry Hagman by a considerable amount. Disgraceful what they were making. Act like what's going on. Uh, so, I'd say she's like 60, 67. Oh, 62. Okay. 62, not bad. <laughs> okay. But you'll always have Scalacci. I will. Happy memories. Oh, God. <laughs> Now you're up to date on the home of PJ and Jim. Waking up happy weekdays from 6am. This is Classic Hits. Thanks, Emil Tara. Uh, what is it? 6.33 at the moment. How are you this morning? First of December? The first of December. Have your jingles started to jangle yet? They might just be starting <laughs> to jangle. They might just be Because we were only talking about this yesterday, about how un-Christmassy. Mind you, in fairness, as PJ would point out, it was November. It's yes. the best year <laughs> ever. Yeah, that's true. But it, I, my, my young fella, I, I have lights on a tree in my front garden. They're there all year I sometimes flick them on in the summertime right. but largely they go unused but last night the young fella said to me ma'am ma'am can we please turn on the lights on oh. the tree so I let him right and then forgot about them and then when I was leaving for work this morning at an ungodly hour they were still on in the front garden brilliant sure the neighbours are quite annoyed but I, I just that was my first little First oh, little, oh little yeah, little of tingle of the old. The first December. Now I've just had one Holidays of the most. Holidays are coming. Holidays oh, are coming. Oh No, but I've just had one of the most exciting, anticipatory twenty minutes of my life. Why? 
because you guys were talking about the potential of maybe remaking Last Christmas as our Christmas ad. Yeah, but now I just want to point out I did use that purely for comedic effect to annoy <laughs> PJ. Okay, but now to further annoy PJ, I'm going to give him an update from our friend Alan in Carlo Weather. Oh no! Oh yeah. What is it? the white stuff coming? <laughs> well. Yeah, well, you know me. I'm always very um, optimistic. Yeah, yeah. There will be wintry showers, Alan reckons, by this weekend. The right. best of them in the east. High ground, we'll see snow in the east of the country. Oh, so we're me. all going to head that's to you. Narnia for the weekend, I've wow. decided. You can recreate it up in... last Christmas. Yeah, do you want to remake last Christmas up and around? No. You do, you do. <laughs> no, you do. I, I definitely don't. What's the... This bu- is by turning the way, into a terrible... What's the butter index today? Yielding. Yielding. Today. At least it's still decently warm enough. Is, yeah, yeah, but I believe the I believe the next the, like Met Aaron and stuff are saying the next few days like it's proper minus We've stuff and going polar on. air arriving on yeah, Wednesday yeah. evening. Oh, lovely, Alan, brilliant! So. Oh, isn't it? What a wonder! What it's the it's the best oh, time of the year. <laughs> Most wonderful! I don't even know the lyrics of a stupid song. Oh, First good. of December, cold is coming. Christmas is coming. <laughs> What's not to like? Don't forget the extra <laughs> little fat we all get. <laughs> Movie classic from Kenny Loggins, Footloose and uh, Starlight from Superman Lovers just ahead of that. Almost 17 minutes to 7 o'clock. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim Tuesday, 1st of December. It is today, 087-188-0008 if you need to give us a shout. Uh, lots of bits of different bits and pieces in, PJ. We have to do a quick hello. Lorraine is in Trim in County Mead and uh, apparently Hubby Anto is out driving his truck for Kilsarin Concrete. Very good, very good. At the moment, you just wanted to say hello. So, Anto, safe driving out there. Also, um, loads of people about the uh, movie that you were talking about, the Bette Midler movie. Yes. Now, I know you know the answer now, but there had been, there was a few speculations. One was Down and Out in Beverly Hills. It's not that one. No, it's not that one. And the other one was Ruthless People. That's the one. That's, That's the, the one. one I was thinking of, Bette Midler. It's a gas movie. It's just such great crack. It does ring a bell. I'm def- I think I'm going to actually have a little YouTube Google. Yeah, it's very funny. She's married to Danny DeVito. She gets kidnapped. They t- they ring in. He thinks it's the funniest thing ever, and he starts celebrating that she's been kidnapped and is going to be killed. Yeah, because uh, she was going to divorce him anyway. And you see him all through the movie, just smoking cigars and drinking large glasses of brandy, laughing every time they call, and they keep lowering the ransom, and then. Well, uh, well that, that'd be 80s, wouldn't it? It, was, it oh, sounds it was very 80s. 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not a movie you would have made any time after 1993, really. <laughs> uh, but it was great crack. Great crack. And then she has to join the kidnappers because she actually has nowhere to go after she realises your man essentially wants her dead. But it's, it's oh, maybe it's not sounding very funny now. And <laughs> yes. But I took a slightly dark turn there, but... I might look back at it now and go, whoa, different time indeed. But I remember having a good laugh. So ruthless people, right? That was That's what it was. Then fair play, people spotting that one. Uh, Northside Tony's just finishing nine out of ten. Uh, nine of the past ten nights. So he's obviously been on night shift for ten yeah, nights, Yeah, oh God. That's, fair play to you. So he's looking forward to the lab today. Uh, what else have we got? Um, that's uh, somebody, I think, looking for a request after seven, is it? Yep, absolutely. Also, uh, somebody can't believe Scalacci's only 56. Really? You know, yeah, Darren, the busman on the 42. Well, well, definitely. I mean, sure, Maradona was in the World Cup. He was the big one in that World Cup. Uh, you know, he's he, six, was 60, he was 60. Yeah. But like, yeah, because Scalacci, 30 years ago in that uh, 1990 World Cup, he'd have been 26. He'd been in his prime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, slap bang on, yeah. yeah. It's just because when he did the Smithics ads many, many years ago, he saw, he looked like he sort of... He looked like he increased rapidly in his years. I don't know yeah. what he looks like now. He's maybe just he was on a party, I'd say, for a while. 
Also, Paddy Casey wants to know what he did to be compared to uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan. Wrong Paddy Casey. Different Paddy Casey. Different Paddy Don't Casey, Paddy. Relax, you're okay. You're in the clear. You're in the clear. Uh, and lots of people uh, send in stuff about their Christmas tree as well. We'll tell you more about that later on. We are uh, doing our Let Me See Your Tree thing at the moment, so we're going to go in search of the uh, the best decorated tree in Ireland. So we'll tell you more about that later on. That's on the way. But also, of course, all the regulars will do... Um, We'll do the hit bit again. We didn't have a winner on Double Money Monday, so we'll do that again in an hour. We're back on the trail of that. And, of course, the uh, breakfast table quiz this week is a belter. Uh, if you've got hair. If you've got hair? If you've yeah. got hair, basically, it's a belter. And I have a little bit of hair, and I have to say, I'm going to be lathered up from here till... That's it. From here till the end of... Like, what, they gave me a year, so I'm going to... I challenge, I challenge myself to get through it in six months. Excellent. Well, actually, they didn't give me a year. They gave me one tube. Well, that's definitely a year for me. <laughs> we have a year's supply of John Frieda hair care for you to win on the breakfast table quiz. And um, yesterday, again, it was a you know moderate enough score to start. What did we end up with? Nine. Nine, yeah. Mm, so not quite double figures yet. But still, that was higher than the winning score last week, so you never know. True, true. So that's all there to play for. And of course, today as well is the return of PJ's Life Hacks. Oh. Looking forward to this, particularly because they're Christmas Life Hacks. Yes, and they're actually not even me being cynical. I've actually done my best to come up with stuff. Wow. Yeah. that's That must have been painful. It was tough. I, I wasn't into it. I enjoyed no part of it, but I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Right. Excellent. So, and if you need to give us a shout, 087-188-0008. Christmas classic, Greg Lake, I believe in Father Christmas here at Classic Hits. Nine minutes past seven o'clock. Quick reminder, of course, that we have your Let Me See Your Tree. That uh, sounded a bit weird there, but it's our Let Me See Your Tree. That's what it is. Uh, happening at the moment with uh, Oak Tree Financial. Uh, we'll tell you more about that later on. We're going in search of uh, Ireland's greatest decorated Christmas tree over the next couple of weeks, so we'll um, we'll give you details on it a bit later on. Uh, also, still to come, of course, we've got the hit bit, but we did give you fair warning there before 7 o'clock that if this is breakfast for you, if you're currently consuming, ah, just a slight word of warning. Just a, a little bit of a word of warning there, uh, because I'm just finished me porridge gladly and thankfully, although it may turn your stomach slightly, ever so slightly, not usually. A fisherman, though, in Thailand... Right. A, a Thai fisherman is how I, I tried to say it to, to Jim, and he goes, what are you telling me here? A Thai fisherman. <laughs> That's what I thought you has said. Has found ambergris. What the <laughs> hell are you saying? Here's the story. Here's what, here's what it actually is. So a fisherman from Thailand, who would normally have a, a pretty humble earnings of uh, 500 euros or so a month. Right. Uh, he was walking along the beach, and he found these unusual looking rocks, uh, and, they're, and it's ambergris, right? Now, ambergris is um, something that perfume companies, people like Chanel, uh, put it in Chanel number five. Wow. And it helps the scent to last longer once you use it. What is ambergris? Whale puke. It's lumps of whale puke, he oh found. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, who knew these things went into... Per- Perfume's got a strange backstory. Apparently, like, perfume was originally used because... People were so disgustingly smelling back in the day. They would, you know, they didn't yeah. wash themselves as frequently. And then I think back in the old days when they used to have to, during plagues, to talk, sort of hide the smell of rotting around the place, they would use perfume. And then it sort of took off from there. We're a weird bunch, humans, aren't we? So you're telling me that all perfume has an element of whale vomit. Has an, em- has an em- element of whale vomit. Whale vomit, which is worth 
an absolute fortune on this find of whale vomit or ambergris, whatever way, uh, to this fella who was making 500 quid a month could be worth up to 2.4 million pounds sterling. Stop it. 2.4 million pounds sterling. For what a whale get sick yeah I mean honest to god yeah oh my god isn't that amazing isn't that absolutely amazing so the, an expert is coming to see if they know it's ambergris he knows it's going to be worth a hell of a lot of money if it's the purest form of ambergris or whale puke yeah whale um, whale hurl um, it, it's, it could be worth up to it's what is it there to, ambergris weighs his find was yeah 100 kilograms yeah because in fairness that's the other thing when a whale does decide that it yeah. has to Vomit. It's going to go. It is going to go in a big way. Nothing that a whale does really happens in a small way. Not really. Like yeah. so. To be fair, you, that, you, yeah, it shouldn't come as a shock that there was a hell of a lot of puke. A hell of a lot of puke. A hundred kilograms worth. Oh my god! So there's, there's pictures Drekin, of him in his Drekin blood. Drinking the, the whale did it. Went. I don't remember eating that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Yeah. That. Halibut. I don't normally eat halibut. I don't, know, I don't even like halibut. <laughs> don't remember that. It must have been years ago. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit of a boat there, is it? Yeah, look at that there. How did that get in there? Uh, that shopping trolley is was playing, yeah. doing awful that's things. The last, the that's the last time we're going that close to Ireland. Look at that. Yeah. That's a tyre, I think. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, smell of tyres off your breath, his wife would be saying. God, I know. I just had a, I had a, go, I had a go at something yeah. there. I don't know. There must have been an L. And what did you? Remember. When you threw up, what did you do? Didn't you want? I just left it there. What are you leaving it there for? We could have sold it could to a perfume company. You, you fucking idiot! You don't know the value in anything. Yeah. In future, do it into a, a a bag or something so we can store it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Here's the thing as well. Here's how you know, by the way. So if you happen to be lucky enough to be walking around and you think you see ambergris. Uh, what these people did, um, uh, on why it's called ambergris is because there's an alcohol in it, an odourless alcohol called Ambrian. Um, I don't really understand the story because Ambrian, and how you test for it is you uh, light it with a lighter and if it melts immediately and you get the sweet smell. So an odourless alcohol with a sweet smell. Right. Uh, if you get that sweet smell or it mel- it's sort of supposed to melt and deteriorate almost before your eyes, then you know you've found whale puke. And whale puke is literally gold. It's like oh gold. It's worth more than gold. So actually. hang on a second. You're, the way you, when you describe these as rocks at the start, yeah, they do you look mean like that big it rocks. does? But does is it like solid? Solid, yeah. Oh my god! So yeah. you whale throws it and it's and it's solid, yeah. Oh my god! So they eat whatever they eat, and then it forms as rocks in their intestines. Sometimes it's the color of poo. Actually, they say the color of this. Oh wow! This story just gets better and better. So you it? see huge lumps yeah. of hard Again, poo, ladies and gentlemen. Breakfast Radio. Enjoy. You're welcome. Yep. Huge lumps of hard poo. <laughs> you see huge lumps of hard poo but the size of a man on a beach. The size of a man? Oh, you want to see them? Just him and his brother are lifting. It takes two of them to lift one to put it onto the back of his truck here. About the size of three man's heads then. There's the small one, right? Right. So huge lumps of poo that sort of smell a bit like alcohol. Three about, about the size of three yeah. man's whip heads. Your, whip your lighter out. Get your lighter See if out. it melts. Set fire to it. If, it's, if it doesn't melt, take it straight to Brown Thomas. You could be worth a fortune. I mean, once I found a bit of my old earphones in my dog's poo, but I don't think that's worth anything. Little Still, fecker. It was the memories, really. <laughs> Waking up happy with PJ and Jim here at Classic Hits. 18 minutes past seven on this Tuesday, 1st of December. Thank you for letting us hang out with you folks. 87 if you need to give us a shout. Blondie and Maria there. 
a few, a few people obviously didn't get the warning in advance of that story, PJ. Oh, yeah. There's the odd sort of, what the hell was that? Yeah. Oh, and thank you very much. Oh, that's not my fault. I'm just um, warning you, you never know what you might find or the value therein. Exactly. Uh, also, Margaret Infermoy has been on saying, don't turn me off my perfume. One of my comforts at the moment. Well, Margaret, if you want to spray yourself with whale vomit, it's entirely up to you, really, isn't don't it? Don't worry, that whale vomit makes everything last longer. <laughs> the mad. Somebody has texted in. Actually, it's Paddy Casey again. Texted in to say, uh, Pinocchio must have smelt gorgeous. You know, he was trapped in the belly of the whale. Oh, God, I never thought of that. Yeah, of course. It, well, yeah, I don't know if he did. So I don't think it smells very nice until it goes oh, into so the, That's, yeah. You know, so, in other words, yeah, there'd be no point in if you did spot it by in the ocean somewhere, diving yeah. into it or anything. Well, no, you wouldn't be rubbing whale puke off your armpits or anything like that. Like, you have to get... They need to do something with it. Yes, yeah, so they have to do whatever yeah. they do. That's bizarre, though, isn't it, that people will be looking out for that. Um, essence of humpback... <laughs> It's come in for Chris and Cork. Um, uh, women's makeup is animal fat drippings. What are you talking about? Is Acor- that real? That's absolutely mental. According to Cahill. Is that real? I don't know. Makeup? Just, it's according to Cahill. I take absolutely no responsibility for anything. Oh my God, look at this. Now this is believable, right? Malachi Lennon has sent this in. Cheers, Malachi. Celeb chef Heston Blumenthal yes. served his customers ambergris. They all ended up in hospital. No, is that true? That's very believable, but is it true? I have. No, I don't. I. I don't You'll know. You'll have to get on your Google machine. I, I get on the Google machine and I'll work that one out. Because that, that is amazing. That so he served it to them to eat. Well, obviously, well, he hardly served it to, unless he served it to them. They were meant to rub themselves in it. But yes, you're supposed to just send to. You're supposed to burn it. Yeah, yeah. You did. Burn it by your table. It's an air freshener, you fool. Don't yeah. eat it. That's like when I drank the finger bowl <laughs> in the in the Chinese place. I bet you that's maybe what it was. It was put there for a reason. Yeah. And they it, was, went, it was meant to be a table ornament. Yeah, and they always, right, let's get stuck in. And he's like, you didn't do that. And did you eat the joysticks as well? <laughs> Guaranteed Irish from the cores and run away. 23 minutes away from 8 o'clock. Hit bit on the way. Magic Mike standing by as always on WhatsApp. Let them know if you want to play. Final call to have a bash at our 610 euro on the hit bit today. 087-188-0008. As always, as PJ said, classichits.ie, always the best place to start. Make sure your guess isn't there that it hasn't happened before. Uh, You don't want to get on and waste it. Now, in the meantime, uh, subject very close to our PJ's heart. No, not the sound of sirens and and potentially run-ins with the law. Just give me a fright there. (laughs) No, it's the doggies. The doggies. There's a great story in the papers today about a Labrador uh, called Dexter. And Dexter was a trainee Labrador sniffer dog for the drugs unit over at the Met. Uh, They brought him into his classes. Of course, he was in there with all the other Labradors and the other drug sniffer dogs. And they were doing their thing. Didn't really suit him, to say the least. Now, Dexter was finding it stressful. um, And they came out. He failed his exams, basically. Oh, my God. They asked uh, then the police people, like, you know, what, what what happened to Dexter? Why didn't he make the grade? They're like, look, I just don't think he's really cut out for it. He's uh, too gregarious. And uh, the Met asked for an explanation. And what do you mean by gregarious? And they went, he just, he just keeps wanting to hang out with everybody. He doesn't have any focus. He doesn't really get stuck in. He just loves people. And when you give him orders and he can't just get involved and make rub off people and uh, jump on people and hang around with people... He finds the environment so stressful that 
he's really kind of useless then as well. And he's just an over-friendly, human-loving, fun so dog. He's just not cut out for a life of hard crime, really, and hunting down hard crime and hardened criminals. That's not his bag. Yeah, so what happens to a fun-loving dog that isn't cut out for this hard job? Well... He's actually broken ground and he's become the first ever police well-being dog on the force. And now his job is to cheer up police people <laughs> who have had hard times on the I've job. had a bad day. Yeah, had hard times in the job. Maybe they have post-traumatic stress. Maybe they're just not having a good day. Like I said, maybe they just had a... They asked for a flat white and they got served an Americano. Uh, and he is the first well official well-being dog on the force. And it's been so successful, they are now going to open it as a programme where they're looking for over-friendly dogs who lack focus and want to just love people and be around people. Brilliant. It's turned out to be it's a really fantastic. successful programme. A wonderful safety net for dropouts. <laughs> It might drop out. Excuse me. He's a groundbreaker, not a dropout. Yeah, apparently, then, when by petting Dexter because he's such a lovable dog, dogs in general, but dogs who are so responsive like Dexter, it releases oxytocin in the body, it reduces anxiety, it lowers blood pressure. And the well-being program has well and truly been started in his Brilliant. honor. Must have been great fun training him, though. Now, yeah. Dexter, find the drugs. Find the drugs. Yeah, okay, we could do that, but we're like. Do you want to throw a ball or something? Yeah, well, hold on a minute. Yeah, let's have a quick sniff of everybody's bum in the room first. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's get to know each other here. That's not... So specifically the drugs sniffing, like he wouldn't have been involved in kind of having to bring down anybody or attack anybody or, not, you know, any of that sort of stuff. Not a hope in hell. He didn't even get in. He didn't even get considered for that. Right. You know, yeah, so they yeah. thought, look, he's, he's really, he's ridiculously non-aggressive. There's no point. He, he's no interest in hanging off a rope. Or he just wants to play. Maybe his focus and attention are good failed that miserably I can identify with this dog a lot Jim do you know that I, when I came in here first I saw like let's say there would be there was other old hounds here that had been around a while and they were quite willing to get stuck in and do their job and they had great focus and knew how everything worked and then you know I came in and like I, I, I don't really see the job as being very important nor cheering up the people in the room yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that, yeah. That, actually, you know. my God, I've just realised the similarities are... I mean, with the exception of the fact that he likes people. Yeah. Right? The similarities are well, they're very strong. Well, I like... The idea you. of, like, you know... Yeah, I know you brought me in to do this. But, like, I'd rather do this. I'd rather do something else. But your job is this. But I'd rather do something else. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. again. That's, that and the sniffing the bottoms, I think, are probably the most similar. Like I said, I can identify with this dog a lot, Jim. You know what I mean? I think we've got a lot in common. Me and old Dexter here. Yeah, oh, yeah. I tell you, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, And you say I don't like people. Much like a dog. I don't want to be like... I don't want to be like, like hanging around you all the time or anything. <laughs> but we're like hanging up with a bit of an old ball chase and, I'm, and I'm hanging around and share a bit of chum and see you later. Happy days. That's Great the future track. for you. So you're our wellness, our wellness kind of representative then in the company. I didn't even know we had a wellness representative. I didn't know we had a wellness program either. I'd say much like Dex- Dexter. <laughs> Probably doesn't really fully understand the job he's in, but he really likes it. Classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Hitting the right notes with a 100% fresh festive five ounce. Now that's tasty and tempting. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit But what hit is it? 
Uh, the Hit Bit is worth 600 euros on the tenor today. Uh, we'd love to give it away. See Jim getting all excited about giving it away before Christmas. And yeah. why would you? Christmas cash. It would be fantastic for somebody. Really would, yeah. yeah. Especially now we're, we're officially in into fact, silly season. You could actually just lose the Christmas bit. Cash. It would be lovely for someone. Yeah. <laughs> all the things I wouldn't buy for other people. <laughs> uh, you know yourself. Here's what it sounds like, the, uh, the classic Hit Bit. And James Stafford is going to play for us this morning. How are you, James? Good morning, lads. How are you? Great, James. What about yourself? What are you up to? I'm good. I'm just on my way to work there now. Uh, what part of the country are you in, James? I'm in Wicklow. Oh, very good. Very Fantastic good. spot. Which bit of Wicklow, James? Uh, Glen Row. Kilcoe. Oh, oh now, famous. Of course, you're one of the ones now that said you may be, very maybe, a pelt of this snow that's coming at the end of the week up there. Well, I suppose you'd be probably you're slightly lower ground there, James. You'd be probably safe enough, would you? We're on the coast there, but we yeah. might get some. Yeah, Wicklow it has a coast. Of course, it has a beautiful coastline. All oh, you have it's is hills and unicorns. It's not just the Garden of Ireland, you know, PJ. Absolutely. Thank you, James. Anyway, hills, hills, let's unicorns. just give James the money because he's obviously a very cultured individual. Dear God, James, the favoritism's <laughs> unreal. Have a guess, anyway, James. We'll do our best for you. I'm guessing hauling out you make my dreams come true. Great. I absolutely love that song. You see? I do. Like, there's literally nothing wrong with James now. He likes your music. <laughs> he lives in my county. I mean, just give him the money, Michael. Just give him the money. That's right. James, James, I wish I could make your dreams come true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, my God. What was that? What the name? What happened to Mike there? <laughs> Mike just dropped That's a what... set of bagpipes, did he? I think he stood on something, did he? <laughs> make your dreams come true. Ooh, ooh. That's the way it goes. Right, yeah. No, I don't think it goes exactly think, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly different to that. <laughs> anyway, listen, keep at it, James. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. See you, James. Bye-bye. Uh, Ian McDonald, waiting patiently. How are you, Ian? I'm not too bad, lads. Just help. Well, James, where are you talking to us from? Are you hiding in the wardrobe or something? Oh, in the kitchen. Oh, oh uh, right. Okay. Well, what part of the country is your kitchen, Ian? Uh, Dublin, Coolock. Oh, very good. Very and good, is it your own friend. kitchen or is kitchen work for you? No, it's uh, my own kitchen. Took, took a few days off work, had holidays to take. Lovely, right. I had holidays to take, yeah. yeah. Just before yeah, Christmas. Yeah. So we're spending them in the kitchen. Spending them in the kitchen, yeah. Hiding, waiting for the school run. Oh, the school run and everything to be done, yeah, of course. Yeah, should have gone to work. Yeah, you should have given them a couple of plates of whale vomit <laughs> and enjoyed the thing. Uh, I'll say, have a go, Jay, or Ian, sorry, we'll give you some money, hopefully. Yeah, I think it's uh, Champagne Supernova by Oasis. Oh, oh you're talking about God, God knows we're going to get this from Mike anyway. Now you're talking my music, lads. Forget your hauling notes. Come on, it's all about Oasis. Um, it is, unfortunately, though, Ian, it is wrong, okay? But I mean, as I say to, as I say to everybody, Ian, don't look back in anger and move on with your next guest and have another go. Thank you for that, Michael. <laughs> Thank you very You're much. Beautiful. Welcome. Beautiful. Right, Ian, take care of yourself. Have a good day, man. Cheers. Bye-bye. See you, Ian. Yeah, definitely, uh, second one was was a vast improvement, you'd have to say. Definitely, maybe. Definitely, maybe. Definitely, definitely maybe. maybe, I'd say. It's the delivery <laughs> that kills me, I have to be honest. PJ's Life Hacks. Yes, it is. I tell you something, it's a, it's becoming a bit like Christmas. It only comes around once a year. Yes. An episode of PJ's Life Hacks. It's been ages since we've done them. Well, yeah, I ran out of them, to be honest. My helpful sort of tips where I try and make room in your life for some sort of, I don't know, uh, 
I try to make your life an easier place to live, you know, and we had loads of these little tips and I kept collecting yeah. them and then people were sending them in and we got great places and guy, I think I helped a lot of the people of Ireland with some of the minor inconveniences of their lives and then I just sort of ran out but here we are again yeah. and let's face it it is the little things isn't it it's the little if you can things. iron out the little things it's the little things and <laughs> fairness I can't help anyone with the big things nor would I want to but the little things are yeah. much better so listen it is PJ's life hacks and um, amazingly he is about to deliver ways of making your Christmas even better I know. I'm shocked. I'll be honest with you, I'm yeah. shocked with myself, so I am. Right, uh, come so on, hit us up then. Christmas life hacks, what okay. have you got? First of all, we're going to want to clean the kitchen. We're preparing for the big dinner and all of that sort of crack and carry on. That's what we do. We get it all ready, get people stuffed their faces continuously. One of those things involves sticking a turkey on a, on a, into the oven. Right. Now, getting the oven is kind of easy to clean. We know all the tricks for cleaning ovens. You know, with all, you got lemon juice and you got all the, the normal cleaners and you got all of that sort of crack. Make sure it's nice and warm first. You can't clean cold oven. By the way, not just it has, can't be roasting oven. You know yourself. Those are all tips from the past. <laughs> One thing we never got around to was how to make your baking tray shine like a brand new baking tray, which is always annoying because it cleaned down the cooker. It looks fantastic. Can't get that crud, that dirt and crud. Still looks like it's been collecting tea bags for 10,000 old men for the last year. Uh, what do you do? You take the bacon tray out, put it onto your desktop, put it near your sink, whatever. Just keep, make sure there's tin foil underneath it because you don't want the mess going anywhere. Get some baking soda. Smear baking soda all over the, the baking tray first. A good, healthy amount now. You want it nice and thick on there. Right. Not a scattering or a scammering. Loads of it, right? Yeah. Then, you want a heavy fall, not uh, just a sort of a light fall. dusting. In, exactly. Light <laughs> dusting is no good to anybody. Stick it all over the baking tray. Then get about a quarter bottle of white vinegar. Pour that in as well. Mix it around a little bit. Leave it for no less than a half an hour. Ooh. And I mean no less than a half an hour. And, it, and preferably longer. Preferably overnight. Maybe the thing will dissolve altogether. I doubt it. <laughs> there come down the next day. Get a Brillo pad, and it should end it, after a little bit of scrubbing. Now that brown stuff does still take a bit of scrubbing, regardless. But it is now movable, and you will end up with a bacon tray that looks like it just came brand new out of the shop. Fantastic! Absolutely savage. Now yeah. let's get continually better because there's nothing very impressive about baking trays. Yeah, you don't get a chance very often to show off your gleaming baking trays. You don't. It's not something that you know if the neighbours pop around that you kind of whip out your baking tray and say have you seen how Look shiny that. that is you'd be proud to stick a turkey <laughs> on that wouldn't you so what's the other thing finally it looks like we will be allowed to have small amounts of visitors into our homes for Christmas it looks like we will be allowed to have small gatherings well what is your house going to smell like how do you make a house smell amazing right how do you get that Christmassy thing with that citrusy cleanliness into the house you go into some people's houses my god I mean between the Brussels sprouts and the socks it's like someone was just farting there for six months uh, so what do you do get about three or four oranges and get a bag of cloves Ooh. stick the cloves into the oranges leave them into the bowl stick them in the centre of the room I guarantee you your house will smell like a Christmas wonderland wow. so you just stick them it. in a bowl you don't have no liquid involved it's just the oranges with the cloves stuck in them literally as though nothing. you were going to make a, a weird hot whiskey or something exactly yeah <laughs> Just and that's it you don't have to do anything with them the juice of the oranges will start to flow if you put enough holes in put loads in loads of cloves ram them into about four oranges stick them in the centre of the room your house will smell as good as a candle. Actually, now I've just realised all you have to do is buy a fancy candle. This is a much more fresher smell, though. Exactly. No yeah. chemically smell. Yeah, much more natural. 
Yes, it is much more natural. And you can also do it with lemons, although it won't be the same. Uh, the orangey one is the one that gives you the Christmas East Island scent. It's hard really? to describe. Is that yeah. what it is? Telling you, telling you. Right, one more. Here we go. This one actually I robbed, I have to admit it. This one comes from, um, I want to get it right, Hanley's Garden Centre in Cork. Right. Your Christmas tree. If you're one of the people that uses a real Christmas tree, what do you do? You get droop, right? You get... You get Christmas droop. Even your tree starts to get depressed with the nonsense that's going on. Right? That's what happens. Your tree is in the corner. Right. It's listening to the same music and kids roaring and all, everything all the time. And your tree starts to get a little bit depressed. It can no longer hold up the weight of Christmas any longer. So it starts to get the droop. How do you stop the droop? Well, gardeners have said their secret secret. And the secret secret is even better than the regular secret. I was just going to say, whatever about a secret, if this is a secret secret that even people who know secrets didn't know. This is a secret secret. Is there anything in the world that 7up can't cure? I don't think so. Make a solution, three parts water, one part 7up, and water your tree with it. Spray it all over the tree. The sugar in the 7up helps the tree stay invigorated. keeps the keeps the um, anti-wilt tendencies of your tree. In a great shape. That's amazing. Yeah, and it'll feed the tree and it keeps it fresher and it helps it to live longer. And I can't believe I'm giving these tree, tree tips. There's nothing I like more than the sad, depressed Christmas tree turning yellow at the thoughts of hitting January. When here we are, going in completely the other way. Seven uh, up. What a miracle cure. I mean, my God. Everything yeah. from when you were a kid. Just everything was cured with seven up. And it also helps cut flowers and all of that as well. So even if you're not, if you're like me, you're not a tree person. But you might so like the an effervescence. Tree. And the old 7-Up is a a great thing for keeping your own effervescence up. Keep your own effervescence up. If you want to keep your effervescence pheasant, uh, (laughs) then you just got to get some 7-Up into them, yeah? So it's unreal, really. Um, Gardeners have been doing it for years, apparently. Gardens Alive um, is a website that the gardeners were giving their secret secrets on. Brilliant. Strokes it all for that from Handy Central. There you are, ladies and gentlemen. Literally, the three wise life hacks of Christmas, courtesy of PJ Gallagher. I'm done. I'm I, 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 pity I didn't have a life hack of how to put a bit more air in someone's baubles, isn't it? Macy Gray, I try. Almost 20 past eight. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Tuesday, 1st of December. Thank you for letting us hang out with you, folks. 087188 We have to say happy birthday uh, to Rianne. Uh, Rianne is 10 today. Happy birthday. Yeah, it's her 10th birthday today. Gwen is her mum. And uh, it's a very happy birthday from uh, Gwen and brother Jack and also Teddy the dog. Amazing. Apparently. And uh, apparently she's a, she's a big fan of the show. Uh, loves what those two funny men on the radio say. Who are, who are they? I don't know, but I'm uh, obviously there's someone sneaking in around here, Jim. Must be, some, must be a cross you know line. yourself. Must be a cross line. She's thinking of the Choco brothers, I'd say. <laughs> they're, they're still around, aren't they? <laughs> apparently, look at this, PJ Gallagher. You're inspiring today. She, she even what? thinks... Uh, bless her, she even thinks of using one of your funny facts to tell them at school for Fact Friday. Hey, look at that! So we could be actually out there. We're, we're educating the young people of Ireland, PJ. I'll be honest she, with you now. Look at that. Um, little Rianne could be going in and telling them all about whale vomit and, <laughs> and, and how to keep their Christmas tree up and everything. Be very careful with my facts now, Rianne. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. But I, uh, now, you see, we would use... Fact would be a very loose definition mm, it's of, what, more, yeah. of, of what we would say. A gist. Tell it's a yeah. gist, I'd say. Yeah, if yeah. you could if you could have a sort of you know, this may or may not be true Friday. Yeah, that sounds more like it would more up my street anyway. That, that's kind of where we're going with it. But nonetheless, 
Rihanna, very happy birthday to you. Actually, speaking of the whole Christmas thing as well, uh, just to mention, if you if the old Christmas spirit has gotten into you already, you fancy doing a little bit for charity, uh, just a quick reminder that the Tesco Food Appeal is happening all this weekend. It's really, really simple, this, to get involved in uh, and really easy to help out because basically it's just while you're doing your own shopping, uh, we're just asking you to show your support by adding one extra item, just one extra item into your basket or your trolley or whatever, and then uh, that will go to a good cause in your community. You can then, you know, there'll be places for them to uh, to collect all those those little extra one items. Just one item from you, but all coming together could make a huge difference, to, huge um, difference to a really good cause in your community. Especially this time of year. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's happening all this weekend, the Tesco Food Appeal, all this weekend. So if you could, we'd be delighted if you'd show your support. As I say, it's literally just one extra item into your basket or trolley, which then goes on uh, into a good cause to help out in the community. So watch out for that. Uh, yeah, Madonna and Vogue here are classic hits. Almost 22 minutes to nine. Last call on the breakfast table quiz. Magic Mike standing by on WhatsApp. Let him know if you want to play nine to beat. 0871880008 and you could have fabulous hair this festive season a year's supply of John Frieda hair care uh, to give away this week the reason of course they're with us is because they're celebrating this uh, massive 33% off the entire range uh, you can pick it up at Duns and Super Value and all that you'll get all the details on their uh, Instagram page John Frieda Ireland but last call on the uh, breakfast table quiz 0871880008 and if you're a regular listener to this show you'll know that we we never shy away from the big stories. We no. never shy away from the hard news, the controversies. For example, we have been at the forefront of highlighting the scandal that is the reduction of sweet sizes. Chocolate bars getting smaller, tins of sweets getting smaller. Yeah. When we've, they, we've taken up that challenge, haven't we, PJ? When they wear tins, Jim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These ridiculous miniature plastic containers that we've all been reduced to over recent years and decades. And now there's been a new scandal. There is, yeah. Uh, as if on cue, every year the 1st of December rolls around and somebody, somewhere, some superhero of our kind sits down, counts the chocolates and gives us the bad news of what's in each container. Well... A guy called uh, Stephen Hall, he's the head of digital at ITV News, has found the latest tin of Quality Street to contain a total of 85 chocolates. 85 chocolates! Remember I mean, that's so- a single sitting! I mean, that's a, yeah, it is! <laughs> you wouldn't get through, you wouldn't get to lunchtime on that. Ridiculous! Remember the times you used to get a Quality Street or a, a Big Roses tin? And like... When it was finished, the kids would sit in it and all. Yeah, yeah. You know, like... Oh, I mean, they were they were family heirlooms. Those tins were passed on from generation to generation. They, were, they became sewing kits and yeah. toolboxes and everything. Shoe, uh, what do you call it for all your, you know, polishes and stuff and exactly. all that as well? Yeah, oh, fantastic. She wouldn't fit a hammer in one now, never mind a full top bath unit. <laughs> Uh, so Stephen Hall has done all this and he's counted it. And <laughs> you make it sound like people used uh, roses tins to, to to build an extension, bike sheds and yeah. all. Yeah, no, no point in getting in the builders. We'll just use that roses tin. She'd fit a, a bedroom and an ensuite and everything in that. You're too right. And your mother can stay in it. She comes right round. Yeah, your mother can stay in it as long as you keep the lid. To keep the thing there, just leave the sellotape on it until she left. Right, uh, so Stephen Hull has done this thing and he's uh, head of digital um, in ITV News. 85 chocolates. And now, this is Quality Street specifically, is it? Quality Street specifically. Right, nicely phrased. Yeah, specifically it is, right? <laughs> Excellent. And uh, only four were the most delicious purple favourites. <gasps> four of 85. Scandalous. 
absolutely Oh my god so it's, it's all filler no killer All filler no killer exactly There was only four of the green triangle in the caramel cup the green triangle I could take or leave but I mean everybody likes a caramel cup surely everybody likes a caramel cup it's a strange person it's disappointing to me to have four caramel cups like even if I imagine what are you going to do the next time you go for a sweet exactly you know you take four at a time obviously yeah and like there's normally someone around who expects something as well god the greed is unbelievable (laughs) Uh, and then there's uh, orange creams and toffee pennies on the other hand uh, I had 11 each Now I do love an orange cream Yeah I'm partial to an orange cream I do love an orange cream But a toffee penny yeah, Is, is the biggest if you, need, if, you need, if you need it to keep you going for a while Yeah like an hour <laughs> Right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah you know what I mean? Those things you could literally you could you, you could build you, with the yeah. tin, with the old tins and the toffee penny. You've then got the adhesive and the containers you need to build. You a, have basically all extension. your building materials. Those things are all. There's no taste off them toffee penny. But they, stick they are good them. for keeping you going in between. You know what I mean? Give you a sore like face. Like if you need to kind of, you know, yeah. If you don't want to make it too obvious, I know. But that, 11. it's a kind of a finisher sweet, really, isn't it? You've had the good ones and then you need ones just to keep you going while you're in the car. I give you that, yeah. It's like the bounty in the celebrations ones. There's always more bounties left. You, 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 what? You, you don't yeah. like a bounty? Oh, I like that. Like, they're, they're possible. But compared to Snickers and Mars and all, you know, you're, oh God, it's that. We're down to the bounties, right? It must be January. It must be January. <laughs> right. Bounties, yeah. I think That's so. a shocker now. So you only, get, you only get how many of the purple ones? So you only get four. Four. And four caramel cups and triangles. But 11 of those toffee pennies. <laughs> Get out of it. That's right. all. Packing. That's all it is. Packing. So this begs the question now. We're going to have to do our own investigation into this, Jim. Mm-hmm. I propose that in the interests of statistics and only to keep the public informed, that we maybe, as the weeks go by, mm-hmm. maybe each week, maybe each Monday or something like that, we buy ourselves a box of chocolates. Yeah. And we do a count of the box of chocolates. My God, your dedication to your profession knows no bounds, oh, PJ. I God. think, Jim, I've often said about you, you're the most professional man I've ever met. I know Most that Most dedicated to actual factual research It's incredible You often say that now Can I just clarify When you say we buy You know You don't mean yeah. I You don't mean I buy And you sample do you? No I, well, as it, This is a professional engagement I propose management To buy A box now, of chocolates for now us you're ta- So Andy Bad News Buys a different box every week And on, on we Monday. We establish Or Friday By eating yeah. What exactly? Whether or not we do account the public are being ripped off. We do account. I like it. We do. We get like McHeroes one week, uh, celebrations the next week, yeah. roses the next week, quality street, quality street. We go and we do account of what exactly is in what box. Yeah. Who gives us the best value for money as far as the favourites are concerned? Excellent. Yeah. My God, you're you're right. And I tell you something, I am prepared to sacrifice myself for that cause. Me too, Jim. Me too. Breakfast table quiz. It's time for the breakfast table quiz. Win the best prize out there is Try to get the biggest score Hope the next call gets no more It's the Breakfast Table Quiz The Breakfast Table Quiz With Kilmartin Educational Services In class or online Learn and revise safely And get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie on board this week in the Breakfast Table Quiz with uh, John Frieda Hair Care. They're celebrating the fact that they've got a 33% off promotion running at the moment right across all their entire range. Uh, you'll find them in the likes of Dunn Stores, Super Value, Selected Pharmacies. If you need to know more, you can check them out on their Instagram page. Instagram.com forward slash John Frieda Ireland is where you'll find all the details. And what a prize they've given us. Uh, it is your chance to give yourself the gift of great hair this Christmas. A year's supply of 
John Frieda hair care to be won this week. What a prize. A year-long prize, basically. Unreal, yeah. That's what we're giving you this week. It's incredible. So, from tackling unruly locks... I'm looking at you, PJ. Excuse me. (laughs) Unruly locks to achieving salon-worthy styles at home. And, of course, John Frieda is the home of the iconic Frizzies. How many times have you battled Frizz? All the time. Constantly. All, all the time. In my nose, my ears, everything. Constantly. Because <laughs> uh, I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Although I don't think it's recommended to squirt it up my nose. I think I won't do that. Technically, yeah, yeah, maybe not. Anyway, listen, it's a year's supply of John Frieda hair care to give away this week. At the moment, it's nine to beat. Who's going to play? Nine to beat ten, the score you need. And Tony Dunn is going to have a go. How are you, Tony? How are you going, lads? How's it going, Tony? Not so bad. Good stuff. Do you suffer from unruly locks? No, but uh, I, I could give it to the girlfriend there as a Christmas present anyway. Absolutely. Oh, does Who she wouldn't? suffer from unruly? Her as well. Yeah. <laughs> so where are you this morning, Tony? I'm in Kilcullen at the moment. Very, very good. Just working in the yard, your hardware yard here in Kilcullen. Very good, good you. yeah. Have you anyone to help you so in the yard? I do, yeah. Right, good stuff. Not too right. bad, but he's doing, it, he's doing it now while I'm on the phone to eat. Ah, right, okay. <laughs> he's taking care of the hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper order, Tony, proper order. Right, listen, we're, we're looking for 10 minimum. Hopefully you can get a lot more in the 60 seconds. You ready to go? Go for it. Best of luck, here we go. What American folklore creature known as Sasquatch was said to inhabit the forests of North America? Bigfoot. The Greatest Show is a song performed in what musical? The greatest Showman. Generally, what colour are bourbon biscuits? Brown. Which tennis player made famous the phrase you cannot be serious? Uh, John McEnroe. What V is used to describe a force of an electric current? Uh, Bold. Representing one team, how many players can be on a basketball court at one time? Five. Which group had a 1994 hit with with the You and Me song? Uh, The Wanna Dies. Singer Marvin Lee a day is better known by what one word name? Pass. Meatloaf, which human organ helps the body digest food? Intestine. The stomach, which actor played uh, Richard Richie Richard in the 90s TV series Bottom? Oh, uh, Rick Mail. Sacramento is the capital of what US state? Utah. California, which British politician is known as Bojo? Boris Johnson. The cartoon character Bart Simpson is usually seen in a t shirt of what colour? Blue. It's orange. Oh, oh you, you took off like a bat out of hell. Yeah. Yeah. Lad, you can give me the intestine one at least, no? <laughs> Go on, we give you the intestine one. Go on, you can have that one. Go on, yeah, you can right, have that so, one. Right, so, okay, PJ's back. Right, that's it, right. Okay, so uh, it means that uh, with PJ's generosity there, you now have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ah, so ah, even no with way. the extra one, it wasn't quite good enough. You were so no. close. So you were close, so close, Tony. You took off like a light, Tony. I thought you were going to get about 16 at the so start. I thought it was going to be a huge score yeah, at the start. same here. And then we ran into a few problems from the one eyes yeah. onwards. Anyway, listen, Tony, I'll, fair I'll play to you for having a go. Thanks yeah, a million, man. Cheers. Bye-bye, Tony.